Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Hope you all enjoy the show tonight as that stupid one world together at home nonsense is going on. I figured why not offer an alternative with our usual Saturday night stream where we're going to be talking about movies, television, pop culture, and sadly, sadly, my DLive community is not with us because for some reason the DLive stream is not working. So again, I'm very sorry to anyone that normally watches on DLive. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to fix the issue other than stopping the stream and restarting it. But since it stopped, started on YouTube, I, I don't know. I mean, YouTube, whenever you start and restop, stop and restart stuff, it just goes freaking crazy. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, DLive is not working right now. I don't know if it's going to randomly start working. Um, so I'm going to keep the chat there just in case it does end up working. Uh, but Adam, I know that you're normally over there. Mr. Roy, Captain Mr. Roy, I see you as well. Um, so again, uh, sorry again that DLive for some reason is not currently working. Uh, I don't know why that is the case. All of my settings are the same. I have not changed anything. I know I changed the stream title at one point, but that really shouldn't have any major impact on it. So I will keep the DLive stream up in case it does start working. But Adam, if you could just stay over there and uh, let people know that it's not working and to post the link to YouTube. I know that's kind of like heresy in the world of DLive. And I, that's why I love my DLive community so much. Uh, but unfortunately, I, I can't get it up and running over there. Uh, so again, very sorry for anyone that is a DLive person who has to head over to YouTube. Um, but if Frank, if you could, Adam Frank, Adam Frank and the clan, if you could just share the YouTube link over there for anyone that normally joins, uh, that would be awesome. And again, very sorry indeed, Captain Dean Heist, Captain Mr. Roy, Adam, uh, anyone that is normally over on DLive, I don't know what the problem is. So thank you all so much. And again, I will keep it up just in case it randomly decides to turn on. I tried turning it off and on. Apparently, I can't do that. I uh, used to be able to do that with, re with Restream, which is what I use. Uh, but now, of course, everything is behind a paywall when it comes to extra features and such. Uh, but Frank, thank you so much, man, for posting that. But let me head over to my YouTube peeps. Uh, so YouTube, y'all going to be getting the uh, vast majority of my attention unless something changes. Uh, Mr. Peabody says, good morning. He said that at 5.07 p.m., so two hours before the stream started. So thank you, Peabody, uh, for, for sending that love. Gmonkey76 is here. Nitrium, what is going on? He says, good morning as well. Josue Vagia is in the chat. 52 movies a year is there. Nano Reaper says, yeah, that's not going to work for me. What's not going to work for you? I'm sure y'all are talking to each other. Orange Hat Reviews is here. Aiden Vickery is here. Says, Hail Odin. Going to be a quiet one for me tonight. Bit unwell. Nothing serious. And definitely not the virus. Glad to hear it. Aiden Vickery. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Hope you get better very, very soon. Again, we all go through those periods where we feel a little bit under the weather. Uh, very sorry to hear that that is, uh, that, that is happening to you, sir. Uh, but glad that you'll be watching the stream. Tina is here. What's going on, Tina B.? One of my Valks. Gmonkey76, Father Christmas Miller, hail to you, Father Tired. Odin says, I'm so tired. Yes, indeed. I'm tired as well. Nana Reaper says, only 124 days till we back to our U.S. home port. Yay. Well, hey, thank you so much, man. 
Hope everything is going all right. Bruce is in the chat. What's going on, Bruce? Uh, JJ's in the chat. What's going on, JJ? Once again, shout out to JJ for last week uh, getting me another 10 terabyte hard drive. I'm about almost halfway through filling it up, and I am down to my last box. So I think I'll actually be able to get all of my movies on there. And then I haven't done some of the television shows that I have yet. I should have enough room, though, to do the remaining television shows as well. And also, he set me up with this really cool site uh, app called Play On. And it is something where right now it's like $30 for a lifetime pass. And what it is, is essentially it's a DVR for HBO, Netflix, Hulu. And what you do is you sign into all of your accounts. And then you can basically queue up various episodes or movies to play. And what it'll do essentially is it'll watch it for you in real time and record it in real time and then save it as an MP4 file. And it is actually legal because it is protected as a DVR platform. The beautiful thing about it, though, is that if you have the space for it, you pay a one-time fee of like 30 bucks, and then you, as long as you have the storage, can store an infinite number of movies and television show. And the reason why that's great for things like Netflix is because Netflix is constantly going through movies, sometimes TV shows too. So if you're able to get it, you know, obviously the only caveat is that it's in real time. So if it's a 45 minute episode, it's going to take 45 minutes to record that episode. But once it's done, you then have it at that point where you'll be able to have it as your own MP4 file, and you'll be able to play it whenever you want, upload it to Plex, upload it to uh, your own server at home, upload it to your phone, and be able to play it. And really, the only bad thing about it, I say bad in quotations, is that you have like this two-second little thing at the beginning that says, recorded on this date by this person on this IP. And that's just a way of them getting around saying, hey, well, we're not here to try and allow people to pirate movies because their information's there. Though, of course, if you ever wanted to, you know, allegedly do anything, then you could obviously edit it and cut that part out. But I think it's a pretty cool service nonetheless. So it's called Play On. And right now there's like this summer or spring deal for like 30 30 to 35 bucks. And again, if you like to have access to your stuff and you don't like the fact that Netflix is constantly taking stuff off, it's a thing to look into. Uh, I've been letting mine run basically, you know, day and night because I had that running on my main computer. Then I just switched it over to my laptop. It does have some issues. Like I've noticed that uh, for uh, I had it try to do some episodes of Community and on Netflix, and then it just wouldn't record them all. So I don't know what the issue was there. And then I have had some issues with HBO as well, where it wasn't wanting to play very well with a few episodes of Deadwood. Um, But for the most part, it's worked very well. It got through the entire four seasons of The Expanse. Um, So I have all The Expanse now whenever I want. And, you know, if I decide to cancel my Amazon Prime account tomorrow, which I'm not going to do because Amazon Prime has a lot of benefits to it, then I would have still and be able to keep all of those episodes. So it's a pretty cool thing. So if you like DVRs and you like having, you know, minor technical issues and you don't mind working through those things. It's a, it's a brilliant concept. The fact that it's a one-time payment, you know, I'm willing to deal with some of the issues and I'm sure that they're constantly updating and stuff. So JJ, shout out to you. Good sir. Tina B what's going on says teaching Gary that if you stay one time to come on, you do it and don't run 20 minutes late. He says, we teaching Gary that if you stay state one time to come on, you do it and don't run 20 minutes late. I don't understand that sentence. Tina, <laughs> But hail, hail to you, Tina, my valve. Forever Sci-Fi, what's going on? Father Christian Miller is here. 70B is here. What's going on? 70B. Tina Bojan, what's going on? The second Tina. Orange Chat Reviews in the chat. 
Keck44 is here as well. Father Chris Miller says, I, for one, can't wait to not watch the celebrity love fest tomorrow outside of Andrea Bocelli, Paul McCarthy, Keith Urban, Elton John. I just couldn't give a rat's ass. See what you did there, Father. I thought that was tonight, though. I thought the whole thing was that it was going on tonight, or is it a two-night thing? Uh, already answered Frank's question. So again, sorry again to the D Live fam. Though of course you wouldn't be able to see this anyway right now. Uh, but thank you, Frank, for posting the link over there. I appreciate it. Um, and I'll have it up just in case it decides to turn off for any reason. Uh, lower story. What's going on, Lower? How is it going? Uh, Bruce says, "All hail Odin! All hail to you, good sir, indeed." Uh, Laura Story says, "R.I.P. D. Laugh Fam." Yes, yeah, seriously, R.I.P. to the D. Laugh Fam. Much love to the D. Laugh Fam. <laughs> I feel so bad because uh, I love my D. Laugh Fam. I love my like five to ten that always show up over there and are always very just generous and amazing. And it just makes me sad that I wasn't able to get it to work. But unfortunately, the way that streaming works these days. 70B says, I expected no beard. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you would expect that either. You know, I was planning on getting a haircut, you know, getting getting the bus cut again, getting this trim maybe like half or a third of what it is right now off. Uh, so still having a substantial beard, just, you know, cleaned up a little bit. But everything shut down. We're under a stay-at-home order here in my city, and so everything unfortunately got shut down. And hopefully they'll be reopening uh you know, at the very, I think at the earliest right now, it's being said that, you know, early May is when things will start to reopen. I, I hope, I wish it was sooner because uh, the more info and stuff that comes out about everything going on with this virus, the more I realize, yeah, you know what? I'm looking over the people of Sweden and they are not doing the things that we're doing here and they are, for the most part, doing okay. So um, I, I have a lot of thoughts about it, but of course I am not a doctor and I never claimed to be one. Father Chris Miller says, uh, ha, did not realize, I didn't realize Ego Fest was today shows how important it was to me. Okay, cool. Glad we got that <laughs> figured out. Yeah. I mean, I only knew about it cause of course it was trending on Twitter. And so I figured, oh, I'll take advantage of this and, and put the hashtag on the, uh, on the alert when this stream goes live and put it into the title of the video. Why the heck not? Why not give people an alternative to be able to enjoy? Uh, 97 Bravo, thank you very much for following me. I think that's over on the secondary channel. Welcome to Asgard. Thank you so much, good sir. It's been a long time since I've sent up all of my notifications like that. Um, and that's a, that, that's a different one. I think that's for the Welcome to Asgard channel. So thank you for subscribing over there. I appreciate it. All righty, let's see here. Bruce says, the end days have started. DLive is down. Yeah, seriously, when DLive doesn't work, and DLive is normally like my stalwart, it's normally the place where there's the smallest amount of issues, when that starts going down, you you know that we've got issues. And uh, speaking of issues, uh, Heimdall was down. <laughs> uh, just shows you, again, uh, this is off to a wonderful, wonderful start. So let me go ahead and get my bots up and running. Let's see if Heimdall will start running. Sorry, everybody. Very, very sorry. Luckily, I caught it early enough. We're only 11 minutes in, so it shouldn't affect people all that much. But I'm normally very good about getting my bots set and ready. But the DLive problem was freaking me out. Because I, I, normally what happens is I'll, I'll set these up first, and then I'll have them go. So hopefully it kicks in. Cool. All right. Bots should be up and running now. So you should be able to check your cookie count, and there should be notifications as well. But yeah, when DLive's down, everything's down. So Mr. Roy, 
thank you for being over here on YouTube World for a little bit. Very sorry indeed that that is happening. Uh, Nico Spatty says, it's Phonemo from DLive. This will be interesting. Nico, man, I just feel bad because y'all don't get the really cool GIF stuff that you get over on DLive. <laughs> Plus, for the people who are subscribed over there, they don't get their captain status. It makes me feel bad. So, Nico, thanks for uh, coming back, coming over here for a little bit. And again, I'm sorry that there have been issues tonight. Orange Hat Review says, Hey, Valkyries. Hail Odin. Hope you are well. Hope you are well as well. Uh, Frank says, Arf, Arf, I ought you Odin. I got you, Odin, is what you said. Thank you very much, Frank. Gloin the Hobbit says, Amazon accidentally dropped a Tiffany Haddish unreleased film called Bad Trip. I saw it before Amazon found the problem. I laughed my face off. I've never heard of this before. Forever Sci-Fi says, Celebrities and HWO, two things I can't stand right now. Yeah, and they're pretty much in the same boat in my mind, too. Sazanian says, If you're going to be fashionably late, at least dress up a bit. But hashtag beret play the never still applies. Hail all father. I was never late. You may have been late, but I wasn't late. I was on time. I started the stream even before 7 p.m. Tired Odin says, funny, I show up and your D-Live doesn't work. Hmm, yeah, I would like to blame Tired Odin as well. Keely Chow, what's going on? Keely, how is it going? Hopefully the bots are doing their job and working. Alex McCarthy says, howdy, Odin, just stopping by to say howdy. The wife hurt her legs, so taking care of her while she takes care of me. Happy wife equals happy life, so I absolutely understand that, good sir. Thank you for stopping by to say hello. Teresa Martin, what's going on, Teresa Martin? Uh, that reminds me, tomorrow at noon, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, there will be a Chosen of Valhalla live stream with my $25 and up Patreon and Subscribestar backers. So if you are wanting to have some extra stream time, some extra bit of fun. And I will normally, I don't have DLive on for those streams. I think tomorrow I'm going to try and fix this problem and then make sure that my DLive people get some attention and have that also on DLive tomorrow as well. Uh, so just, uh, if y'all can just remind me of that. I mean, I shouldn't need a reminder, but sometimes I do. I've got ADD and I'm all over the place sometimes. However, um, that will be my plan for tomorrow is to try and get that up on DLive as well. But that will be tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, and it'll be a fun time. We'll talk about movies, television, things we've been watching since the last time we met about a month ago, and just the current state of the world. Again, things have just seemed to have gotten crazier since the last time that we talked. Dean Heiss says, congrats on finalizing your new house. How fun. Dean Heiss, thank you very much, good sir. And yes, indeed, we closed yesterday. It was a very interesting experience. It was the first time I'd ever closed ever in my life. Um, so that was an interesting experience, not to mention because of everything with the virus, the way that it was handled was weird because instead of everyone being in the room at the same time, it was literally like phases. So like we were in there first and then they came in after. Um, but luckily everyone involved was nice, was awesome. And it was a great experience. Very, very excited. Definitely have some work to do. Uh, but so for the most part, it's a very, 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 very cool setup. And I cannot wait to get everything transferred over and up and running. But I did mention in my video a couple days ago that that means probably sometime this coming week, especially Wednesday when the Wi-Fi and Internet get transferred over, you're probably going to see some differences. So I might have a different background. I'll probably have to be using my laptop and not my main setup. So that could cause some interesting issues with possibly with audio and visuals and things like that. So this week will be a weird week. There might even be a day or two that I have to skip making a video altogether. Um, but yeah, that kind of goes in with 
what you have to do when you are in the process of moving. So uh, please, again, thank you in advance for your patience during that time. But yeah, it's very, very exciting. And uh, one of the things that's been holding us from starting to be able to move as of like right now has been because of the fact that there was like some some minor leakage going on before um, before we moved in and luckily it was caught in the inspection and the people were awesome. They took care of it and they did such a great job with it. It's just, it was a whole process that took about a week or so and they're still working on it. They still have to put, uh, I think they have to sand it and then paint the walls for the room. And it happens to be the room where my office is going to be set up. So it's kind of important that it all gets dried out and, and, and nice and taken care of before I can officially move into that place. Uh, Teresa Martin, thank you so much for your, uh, super chat. Let me go ahead and pull this up over on, let's see. What is this stream labs? That's what it is. Sometimes I forget. Because for some reason, and, and this is something that we talked a little bit about Friday Night Tights last night, is that every time Streamlabs OBS gives an update, it usually sucks and it causes some type of chaos. <laughs> uh, and one of the worst updates that they've ever had has been the fact that um, has been the fact that the super chats and donations no longer come in the full. Uh, in the mini feed that you that you have in Streamlabs OBS, it used to be where you could see the entire message. Now you can only see the first part of it. And so it's like, what's the point of having the mini feed if I can't read the entire message? So I have to go over to the Streamlabs website and actually, you know, in order to actually get it to work. So Teresa Martin, thank you for the $5 super chat. Says, I can't wait to go to Mass again and receive the Eucharist. That will be a celebration to remember. Only second to my first communion. Amen and alleluia to that. Teresa Martin, as a fellow Catholic, I totally feel that right now. Still very frustrated with everything going on in my diocese and diocese across the United States. Right now, I think there's only one diocese in New Mexico that has just started to say masses can be public again, but it's very restricted. It's like you can only have, this is weird, only I think five parishioners at any given mass, which for a smaller town or a smaller diocese uh, might be able to work out okay. But for a much larger one, especially, you know, the one that I, the church I go to, that, that would be kind of unfeasible. Um, but it is interesting, nonetheless, to see that at least one bishop is starting to open it back up. And I'm hoping more bishops take that lead and say, well, we need to start opening up our churches again, like pure and simple, because we can social distance in church. We can take measures to try and clean the, uh, clean the pews, clean the altar rails, things like that, to be able to try and limit the amount of spread possible. And also, I would say a good decision to make, and one that there is actually a lot of precedent for, is to say, if you are over this certain age, you are still dispensed from having to go to Mass, and in fact, we recommend that you don't go. If you choose to go, absolutely come, but you do not have to come, and we recommend that you don't because you're a higher risk for this having a tremendous impact on. You see, I think that's almost how it should have been handled in the beginning, which is, you should still have the choice of whether or not to go or not, but put restrictions more so on the people that are actually more susceptible to it than anything else. But, of course, that's just my thought, and I'm not a bishop. And that's probably for the best. 
<laughs> with uh, with with my attitude. All right, let's see here. But thank you very much, Teresa Martin, for that. And also a uh, shout out to because uh, I just have these notifications um, up here on this feed. It says uh, the Bosco two thousand became a member. So the Bosco two thousand, thank you very much for becoming a member on the channel. The K Man has been a member for two months in a row. Thank you very much, K Man. Out of Step with Reality has been a member for two months in a row. Thank you very much, good sir. Alex McCarthy has been a member for two months in a row as well. Thank you, so good sir. And Nitrium has been a member for two months as well so thank you so much just got those notifications as well uh so you are awesome thank you thank you thank you for being members on the youtube channel if you are interested in becoming a member on the channel check out the join button and it'll tell you all the different fancy things that you get with the membership glowing hobbit says federal government needs to liberate us from the quarantine i agree um, however, I am also of the mindset that I think it should be up to the individual states because every state is different. Not every state has the same amount of cases, has the same amount of people, the same culture. So I think every state, every governor should have that ultimate authority. But even then, I'm actually even more in favor of even more localized authority where I would say mayors of certain cities and towns, etc., should also have the ability to say, yeah, you know what? We can go back to somewhat regular living, still doing social distancing, things like that. When you have the federal government laying out those guidelines that have been backed by people like Dr. Fauci and other medical experts who say, oh, no, we can start the process of getting back to work in a lot of states – I would say, okay, if they're saying it's okay, then then let's start the process, all right? We've got way too many, we got 17 million people, last time I heard, that have filed for unemployment. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. And I can only imagine the economic impact, the long-term economic impact this is going to have on so many businesses and corporations and people. That's the one thing that these people on the left, they go, oh, you know, I saw this trending on Twitter several times saying bailouts for people, bailouts for people, because they were probably being saying, oh, these corporations, you want to know who hires people and gives people jobs? Businesses, both big and small, which includes corporations. But these idiots are so in tuned in their little bubbles on Twitter that they cannot understand reality. Uh, Super Anime Gamer says, hey, what is up? Super Anime Gamer. Hope you're doing well. Good, sir. Tippy Tail McKitty. What's going on? Robert Frey is here as well. Nathan Slay says, hi, Odin. What's going on, Nathan Slay? Frank in the Clan says, I have to mention something that may be cool for you to try. You can do YouTube, DLive, Twitch at the same time and make it also the chats work in one platform. Don't know how, but it's possible. No, it is possible through Restream. I, I use Restream. The problem, though, is that you can't do the... I, I, I would not be able to get anything to highlight like I can with the YouTube chat. So that would make everything chaotic for me because that would mean I would have to change the way that we do questions. And I don't know of a better way at this point um, to handle it. I mean, obviously I could say, okay, put five question marks before your comment or something like that. I mean, I couldn't do something to that effect. I'm not ready for that quite yet. And also when you use a service like that, when you use something that has all the chats in the same place, it can sometimes become convoluted. Those systems sometimes fail. So I would actually rather have chats in different locations, knowing that they're more reliable. Because even though the YouTube chat sucks because it jumps on all the time, at the very least, I know it's not just going to randomly shut down on me like it could do with Restream. So thank you for that, Frank. I appreciate it. But yeah, I, I don't plan on doing that anytime soon. 
Uh, Tina says, Suri, you were coming on two minutes early. I was teasing about Gary as he claims uh, he'll claim he's coming out at one specific time and then show up 30 minutes late. You're good at being punctual. Yeah, I mean, I do obviously have times when I can be a couple minutes late, but normally it's only a couple of minutes. And it's if it's longer than that, I think it's been a while since I've had to push it back longer than just a couple minutes, I normally let everyone know in the chat or I let the Valkyries know and they let people know in the chat. Um, yeah, poor, poor old man, Gary. He, as he always says, he needs a producer. He can't handle doing multiple things at the same time. I know that I struggle with that too, but <laughs> it's just funny because it just seems like it's so much work to put something out on Twitter or to get a stream. And also to be fair, to be fair to Gary, he's got a very convoluted system because he has everything through StreamYard, but then he also has like, he, he, at one point he was going live on StreamYard before going live anywhere else. And then he would be live twice. It doesn't make any sense. I don't, if, if I was over there, if I could travel to California in an easy way in a cheap way, I would love to see his setup and try and like set him straight just to see what he's dealing with. Cause I can only imagine just the craziness that it would be consisting of. Sasha Neon says, watch an old Flash Gordon on Prime. Worth keeping a bit longer for that. Though, of course, having physical copies is better always. Absolutely, man. Uh, but it is, of course, it is extremely um, convenient to have streaming services. And that's why I have been <clears throat> digitizing my entire library because I have the physical media. So I still have the highest quality that I can. But because I'm ripping it also at that same high quality... I can upload it to a server, I can access it through Plex, and I can access it just like I could if I do want to be lazy, which oftentimes I do, especially in the modern situation, just makes things a lot easier. I cannot tell you how many more movies I've watched over the past two weeks versus beforehand having easier access to them. In fact, I was last night checking things out because normally I'll upload you know, movies over the network and it'll take a long time for it to transfer over the network. When you have two different computers that are uploading files, sometimes uh, they're only uploading at like five megabits a second or something. So it'll take a long time for a 30 gig movie to, to upload. And so what I'll do is I'll be in bed at night and I'll be you know checking to make sure everything's working, uh, make sure the transcoding's working, things like that. And so last night I had uh, yesterday uploaded Constantine with Keanu Reeves, which I actually love. I freaking love that movie. And I was watching it last night and I was supposed to just be testing it. And then I ended up watching it for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I ended up going to one part of the movie that I knew that I was a huge fan of uh, when uh, basically they were about to go into the hospital, the psych ward, and they had to get the cross that automatically makes water holy water. And just that whole sequence of him just like like just destroying demons and freaking a young Shia LaBeouf's in it making bullets. Oh, it was great, man. That that whole story is so cr like crazy. But I love it. It's so non-biblical, but I still, <laughs> I still love it for so many different reasons, though. Uh, Nathan Slay, would you rather suffer through a Pirates of the Caribbean sequel or Captain Marvel? Uh, if you mean current state Captain Marvel, then absolutely Pirates of the Caribbean sequel. If you mean Captain Marvel 2, then yes, still a Pirates of the Caribbean sequel. Because you know what? Even though there are a lot of those movies that are not as good as the first one, and I would say, I would argue the first two are fantastic. Uh, one's obviously the best, much better than two, but two I think is definitely good. Three is very weak. Four is by far the weakest. But even four has parts of it. As I mentioned previously, the minister and the mermaid, that whole story arc is freaking hilarious. So, <laughs> not hilarious. When I say hilarious, it's awesome. 
I love that story. Yeah. Mermaids and ministers. Who would have thunk? Uh, Laura's story. <laughs> thank you very much, Laura, for the $10 donation. And thank you very much for donating via Streamlabs. Uh, you surpass YouTube when you do that. Um, and it really does mean a lot. Thank you so much, Laura says. I couldn't think of anything to say, LOL. Just doing my parts to stimulate the economy. Well, thank you very much, Laura. You are the modern major general. That's all you could have said. You could have just said, I'm a modern major general. I wish I actually knew all the lyrics, the rest of the lyrics to that song. Because it just seems like such a fun song to sing. <laughs> but Laura, thank you so much. It really does mean a lot. Thank you. Hope everything is okay in Cali. I know California is one of those states that is just crazy with everything going on. So I hope that you and the family are doing just fine. Um, Back to the chat. Mike Jackson, what's going on? Good sir. Nathan Slay, thank you very much. Thank you very much for letting them know how to contact me. Hamlet's Tragedy 89, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Glad to see you in the chat. All right, let's see. Cool. No comments were skipped on that jump. It's always the best, I would say, when no comments are skipped. Soul Assassin, I sure, I'm sure looking forward to the quarantine being over soon. I need a haircut bad. My niece is calling me Munichi. Moon, munch, Munchichi? 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 I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> you mean like a Chia pet? That's what I think of when I hear that. But yeah, uh, the the wife has has definitely taken notice of of my hair as well. Uh, she likes my beard, but she likes it neat. And with this, it's like she she actually likes it when it's longer. Um, I don't because the uh, the piece that's missing up here, or you know, it's still there, but it's it's light. It's more prominent when it's long, and I don't like it. I don't like going bald. It's it's not a fun thing. Seeing that baldness really isn't in my family, having just even the lightness there, it's like, ugh, I don't like it. That's so why actually part of me is almost tempted to try, and since everything's shut down, just like to shave and go bald, like leave the beard as it is, and then just like to go bald and try it out. Because, I mean, I don't have any students. Anything that they see from me is going to be at home, me giving a lesson. So if they have commentary on my hair... I'm not going to be able to hear it unless they put a comment or something like that. And even if they do, I mean, hey, if it gives them a laugh, it gives them a laugh. And I think especially because we have a lot of students that were impacted by uh, tornadoes and um, uh, just really difficult storm that came through not too long ago. Easter Sunday of all days, actually. Um, So, I mean, I'm sure it would give them a laugh. Gmonkey76 says, rip DLive. Yeah, seriously. I'm very sorry indeed. Let me see if anything. Nope, it's, it's still down over there. Ah, sorry, 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 D-Life fam. Legit 36, what's going on? Legit 36, Darkstar 57. I'm glad to see you over here as well. Dean High says, I switched to D-Live because you kept buffering on YouTube, but I guess I have to deal tonight. And again, that's one of the reasons why I like having it in multiple locations. Uh, if it still buffers, I'm also theoretically live on Periscope on Twitter. Um, I know Twitter is is a crap heap right now, but... It's always a crap heap. So if if that's something that you could consider, possibly, I am also live on Periscope. I never have the Periscope stuff up, though, because three chats, I think, would just be way too much. Plus, I don't really know how many people actually watch me on Periscope in comparison to YouTube and to DLive. Uh, Tina says, you have one thing to do, one thing. Hot context, Heimdall. I know, seriously, right? Just one thing. I said, I'm starting on time, and I forgot about Heimdall. Silly me. Nathan Slay, Heimdall's down. I thought he was down since Avengers Infinity War. 
<laughs> Legit 36, just rewatched the Dark Knight trilogy, and the writing always amazes me. Each line feels like it's deep and has meaning. One thing about the MCU I don't like that much. Yeah, I think that's a very good commentary. MCU is not known for having deep stories, though I will argue that the Paramount days of the Marvel Cinematic Universe was definitely the strongest of the films. Uh, original Iron Man, even original Hulk. I actually have a special place in my heart for the Edward Norton Hulk film. Uh, I will argue this point, though. Dark Knight Rises, still don't like it. Again, do I, I don't hate it, but in comparison to, like, when you take Batman Begins, which is, like, almost a perfect origin story, and then you up it to the Dark Knight, and then you get the Dark Knight Rises, it's like you've got two pieces of gold and then a wooden nickel. So it still has some it still has some value technically to it, but it's like night and day, uh, I would argue, between those films. <laughs> uh, but that's a trilogy I do need to rewatch myself one day for sure. All right, Frank says, and I was gonna sub tonight on D Live. Darn it! Oh, Frank, were you really Frank? Are you just saying that? Uh, Slicer Neon says, If I may answer Nathan's inquiry, a Pirates sequel is a blatant cash grab that may be good. A movie with Brie is always bad. Okay. I have always been very straightforward on this. You know I'm always straight-laced, or I try to be. Uh, whenever I have a bias, I try and make it very clear. I am biased on this. But when it comes to Brie Larson, I do argue that there are films that she's been in where she actually has been good. Um, I would argue the film Room, for example. Not The Room with Tommy Wiseau, which I think is a better film just because it's hilarious and I like comedies over anything else. But the movie Room, she gives a great performance. Do I think that she should have won her first Oscar at her age before other major people? No, not necessarily. However, performance-wise, it's a very good performance. I don't hate her performance in Scott Pilgrim. I think she fits that role of being a total turd. I think that she does that that type of role very well. Um, she's also in a film called, um, oh my goodness, it was on Netflix at one point. I saw it before it was on Netflix called Short Term 12, where she plays a, a woman that is working in basically a last resort home for kids that can't find, and you know, they're orphans, they can't find a home. And it's literally the last place that they have, the last chance that they have before they have to go to like juvie, basically. And they can stay there until like they're 18 or so. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I could be missing some points there. But she was really good in that too. So it's so funny because people would probably think that I am like blinded to say anything good about her because I've been so harsh against her because I do think that she is extremely problematic. Uh, especially with just the stupid comments that she talks about and says, and it wasn't made for you, like like that kind of stuff. And also her recent performances, which have not been good. Unicorn Store was trash. Captain Marvel, of course, was complete trash. So people think probably because they assume about me, oh, you couldn't have a kind word to say. It's like, no, actually I could. And that's why I'm actually really saddened by the fact that she has gone in this direction because I actually thought that she had some talent. But now... I don't know where it's gone. <laughs> Keely Chow says, not much. How's it going? It's going just fine. Frank and the clan says, don't worry. I'll remind you. Thank you, Frank. I appreciate it, man. Jay Snow says, yo, Odin. Well, looks like I'm back here again because I got, because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. La da 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 da. I hope that's not true, Jay Snow. I hope that's not true. It's bad for your health. It's bad for your health. Good, sir. Hypernex13, hi dude, how's it going? 
Sorry I couldn't come in the last stream. Finally finished Breaking Bad. What an amazing finale. It's so good, Hypern. Great series. It's as long as it needs to be. Uh, every episode is great. There's not a bad episode among them. And I would argue that you should watch the film, uh, was it El Camino? I-, I couldn't remember if it was Camino or El Camino. I think it's El Camino. Um, focusing on Jesse's character, it is great. It's a great end point to Jesse's character. Definitely not a like cash grab opportunity. Tina says, so we need to remind Odin to turn on DLive tomorrow? No, no, no. Again, DLive was on. It was just some weird technical glitch that happened. Uh, but basically tomorrow, since normally the chosen streams aren't as as viewed, sadly, um, if I need to restart it, I, I don't feel as bad restarting that stream. Um, Rob D says, hey, Odin, any good blockbuster Hollywood video memories? I remember not understanding why every case in one section had a pink bunny on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man funny story about that um i actually went to a skating rink when i was younger uh because there was like it was called airline skate center uh down in new orleans and they had these little machines where you put like two quarters or three quarters in and you could get stickers you can get Yu-Gi-Oh cards at one point that's ah oh, that that was my jam back in the day speaking of which if anyone sends me Yu-Gi-Oh cards again i that's still i mentioned that a couple streams ago Still holds up, man. <laughs> That'd be freaking awesome. But anyway, so it used to be able to get things like that, and you'd get stickers. And so one of the stickers that I got was a bunny, and I'm like, oh, it's a little bunny. And so I put the bunny on my bed, because I'm like, all right, it's pretty cool. Find out later in life, my parents wouldn't say anything about it, because I was, I was a kid at the time. Find out later in life, it's the Playboy Bunny. <laughs> so my entire childhood, and even still to this day, because I think they still have the headboard of my original bed, still has the... Playboy Bunny sticker right on it. But young young Odin didn't know. <laughs> young Odin had no idea. He was like, oh, it's a bunny. Uh, so that's a fun story about that. However, as far as blockbuster memories go, um, I remember back in the day, N64 was my jam, and I remember I was playing a game called Pokemon Snap. And in the game, when you look back on Pokemon Snap, it really is one of the most worthless games because all you do is take pictures of Pokemon. Now, there are, like, things that you do, and there's, like, timing things, and sometimes you have to throw items at certain times, and I became, like, an expert trying to figure out all the different ways to get everything. At one point, you have to knock a Charmeleon into a pool of lava so that he turns into a Charizard. (laughs) So you basically have to kill a Pokemon, but luckily it resurrects like a Phoenix. Um, But anyway, I I mentioned that because during the time of Pokemon Snap... In every blockbuster, they put this machine where you could bring in your your game cartridge. Or maybe I think you could save it to... Because there was a way you could plug something into the controller and you could save it to like a memory card or memory stick. And then you'd bring, you'd bring that into the blockbuster and then from there you could pay to print out your pictures. And I remember that I was so excited because I got to print out the pictures that I took in a virtual game of, of Pokemon... <laughs> And I got stickers out of it. I'm sure those stickers that I got, I don't think I think I only did it once or twice until I realized, okay, there's better games out there. I'm gonna go back to 007 Goldeneye. <laughs> Laura says, who will be on the stream Sunday? Um, I think we have mostly a full house from last week. Rosetta Allen, prayers and thoughts to Rosetta Allen. Uh, she's going through a difficult time right now, so if you all could uh, please keep her 
in positive positive vibes, positive thoughts. Um, she is the only one so far from the last week um, or for, from the last month stream I can think of who said that she was not going to be able to come. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much going to be the normal crew. So uh, Teresa Martin, uh, Mr. Roy, Tina. Um, let's see. JJ is, of course, invited, but he, he hasn't showed up the last couple of times. Darkstar57, Randy. Um, I think he's still, yeah. He, oh my goodness. I have it. I have everyone. See, that's why never ask me to do things off the top of my head. Cause I'm always going to mess it up. I'm always going to mess it up. Uh, outpost Dyer was another one before this gets pulled up. Um, but he is in that Hawaiian time still, I believe. And it's usually a little bit too early for him. Um, but let me see. So as far as people that are eligible to show up, Teresa Martin, uh, Randy. So Darkstar 57, uh, Mr. Roy, who's, who showed up the last couple months, Dr. J, or JJ as I like to call him. So he can, of course, show up if he wants to. And then Kyle, Outpost Dyer. But I know that he's also, Outpost Dyer Kyle has been writing his, his newest works, so he might be busy with that right now. Um, so yeah, those are the people, though, currently on my list. All righty, let's see here. Uh, Nitrium, who's a member, says, So has anyone seen any good movies lately? I saw Marriage Story, which is pretty good in my opinion, despite having Kylo in it. Well, let's not, let's, again, Kylo Ren's a terrible character. That we can say for a fact. But the actor is not the character. And if there's anything positive we can say, it's that Adam Driver is a great actor. He is really talented. Uh, there's a great film of his, I think it's called Patterson, where he plays like a bus driver. Very good, like very good acting in that film. His acting in Marriage Story is great. I hate Marriage Story. I got halfway through it and didn't want to finish it because I, I was just so annoyed by the characters, like the lawyers, the people. I mean, maybe that's what you were supposed to feel was annoyance, but I couldn't deal with it, man. Every character in there was despicable. I, I couldn't take it. Larry, Larry, what's going on, good sir? Mark Lazurth's in the chat. What's going on, Mark Lazurth? Uh, Cupcake Geek says, hi. Oh, hi. Sharon G says, we need our churches. Dang right we do. Absolutely. Uh, Father Christian Miller says, what about priests with at-risk conditions? I know. I, th- I would say that that too. However, however, who are, Christ, who, who are priests supposed to emulate? Christ. What did Christ do? Sacrifice himself for the people. Right, sacrifice himself for all people. So for me, a priest obviously has a choice in the matter, but I would say that a priest should look at the vocation that they've taken and say, no, 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 I'm I'm supposed to step up during times like this. I'm supposed to put myself out there. I'm supposed to take that risk, right? There there have been so many heroic priests in history. I feel like that's something that we should strive for. But again, it's a prudential judgment, Father. And you'll know what I'm talking about with that, right? It's a prudential judgment. And so I don't think you're condemned if you don't, but I do think that there's more glory if you do, if you understand what I'm saying. Uh, Tina says, uh, one of the churches our stupid mayor and governor tried to shut down last week is doing drive through services again this week. Mayor Dodo and Governor Wussy can shove it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see how so many churches are really coming up with some innovative ways of being able to offer uh, worship in these things. I'm, again, sad to see that I would say more Catholic churches are not really offering as many innovations. At least that's that's... From my perspective, I could be wrong on that. It really depends, I guess, on the area. Um, and there are certain priests that are definitely doing underground stuff, 
So not announcing it, but still celebrating masses, still celebrating confessions. If they're in a parish where uh, they've been told that they can't hear, uh, you know, person-to-person confessions. And I think that those priests are heroes. I think that those priests are, are giving a heroic witness to Christ. But again, going back to it, I, I don't think that anyone that's not doing those things is condemned either, right? Because if the bishop is saying, do this, and you're following those instructions, and you're not doing something that is in and of itself immoral, then again, I would say that, you know, I... I personally would hope for more. I, I would expect more, but again, it's it's up to a person's prudential judgment, I would say. Father says, one of my close friends is fighting a number of nasty things and he's under 60. Yeah, and as I said before, I, I think that that's a judgment that he would have to make as an individual. I don't like, though, the bishop stepping in and making decisions on behalf of all of the priests. And I go, I, again, I understand apostolic succession. I believe in it. I accept it. It's one of the tenets of our faith, and I, I truly believe in it, but they're still people, and bishops can still make mistakes. And I think that there's a lot of bishops that are making human errors because they're thinking as humans do and not as God does. And I think that's the biggest problem with a lot of this stuff is that we're thinking as humans do and not as God does. So that would be my thought to that. Greta Zenner, what's going on, Greta? Glad to see you in here. Laura Story says, what is the first thing you are doing post-quarantine? As soon as the movies open, I'm going to the movies. Like, I actually will be one of the first persons to go back to a theater. Uh, but that's just me personally. I know there's a lot of people in here that are going to be more hesitant, and I totally understand why. But that's one of the things I'm thinking of. And also a haircut as well. And... You know, to be honest, I've I've always been more of a homebody in 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 general. So, <laughs> quarantine life hasn't changed me that much because I was already staying at home for the most part. Uh, the only thing it's impacted is my ability to go see movies, my ability to get a haircut, my ability to go to work. But work going, you know, working from home has been extended through the rest of the year. So, that's not going to happen once quarantine gets lifted because the entire year is going to be online learning now. And yeah, so there's those couple of things really. Uh, Dean Heiss says, you still have altar rails at your church. Haven't seen those in 30 years. Uh, if you haven't, that makes me sad uh, because altar rails should not have gone anywhere because there, there's nothing in the documents of Vatican II that said get rid of the altar rails. That's decisions that were made by priests that, in my opinion, did a lot of damage to the church. And I think that not having altar rails and not receiving the Eucharist on the tongue, on, one knee, on one's knees, I think that has had the most major impact on not believing in the true presence of the Eucharist. That's just my own theological opinion, though. Take it for what it's worth. Nano Reaper says, and have priests that fall into the at-risk category not say mass unless it's virtual, maybe as well. And again, I I think that you could absolutely uh, make that argument. I think that would be up to the individual judgment of the priest, I would say. Uh, DMDM, what's going on, man? Uh, Tina, thanks for letting them know how to contact me. Heimdall also did it right after you. Y'all were thinking on the same uh, same wavelength there. Dion, what's going on, good sir? Glad to see you here. Hypernex13 says, Had a lizard invade my room and pretty stressed out because I have a phobia of lizards. Hopefully it'll get out soon. I'm pretty pissed at my cats for bringing such a gift. Oh, they brought you a live lizard. Dang. Uh, do you mean like the little like tiny green lizards? Or like a, a big lizard? I'm assuming you mean one of the Thai lizards. Hey, man. All of us have random things that we're afraid of. For me, it's spiders. I don't like spiders. And snakes. Spiders and snakes. Not not a fan of, personally. Um, also, one I think that most people are afraid of, wasps. 
because if you've ever been stung by a wasp, it's terrible. And they're not like bees, where bees will only do it if you threaten them, because bees die if they if they sting you. Wasps, they can sting a thousand times, and they're okay. And it's like, ugh, evil. Had to take down uh, a nest the other day, and I hated it. Uh, Super Anime Gamer says, kind of stressed, because I haven't done homework in two weeks. But other than that, I'm good. Glad to see you're well. Well, get that homework done, man. Come on. Jeez. Uh, Super Anime Gamer, and congrats on the house. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Super. I appreciate that. Uh, Nana Reaper says, y'all with your problems with multitasking. I got a crew of 35 that run a 300-meter-long ship. Nana Reaper, you don't have to rub it in our faces, man. (laughs) Father Chris Armando says, so how does Friday Night Tights work? Is it a combo of StreamYards and OBS? Trying to figure out how he does it... uh, how he does it makes my head hurt. We're having our priest council stream tomorrow. Yes, it's exactly what he does. Is he just does? I'm assuming what he. I've actually never seen a setup. I'm assuming he has us talking together through Streamyard, and then he just captures that as a window in OBS, and then he has all the graphics surrounding it. That's what I'm assuming he does. But then again, with how long it takes him to get things up and running, I kind of wonder if there's more to the story. <laughs> If there's more to it than what uh, than what I think he's doing. Uh, 70B says, you said you were ripping it. Yeah, I was. In fact, the most recent film I ripped was a great film called Game Night. If you've never seen Game Night, it's actually a very, very funny movie. It's a great comedy. Uh, there's a great character in here played by Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons was actually in Breaking Bad. Uh, he's the character in the le- the like the last season who is the main person taking care of Jesse. You know, he plays that really creepy, like stoic face person who will like kill a kid and just like no big deal to him. But then he'll try and be Jesse's friend. He plays a very creepy character in this one, too. And it's perfect. Like, I love that actor so much. And this is actually a really funny movie. So game night. Recommend it. It's right in front of me right now, so that's why I grabbed it, because right now I'm in the G's of my collection. I actually ended up starting backwards, where I did the end of my collection, then I did all of the collector's editions of just multiple films, collections, stuff, box with um, earlier movies with A's and B's, and now I'm in the box that starts actually with C's, and this is the last box that I have, so theoretically, should be able to get everything done. All right, number one Marvel fan. Thank you very much for the $10 super chat, man. I appreciate it. It says, what's up, Odin? Keep up the good fight, bro. Well, thank you, good sir. I really do appreciate that, man. Uh, It's a new name on the channel that I've seen. So thank you for the super chat. Thank you for being here. And thank you for the love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Nana Reaper says, "Uh, did you see that someone made a movie called... (laughs) Called uh, The C-Word Zombies. No, I have not, but it does not surprise me. Uh, YouTube, that's the username, says, I try to only touch a disc, disc, video or audio once. I open, rip, put into storage. From there, I stream from my server or copy and watch. Well, YouTube, uh, you're, you're after my own heart with that, man. Because uh, that's pretty much what I'm doing now as well. And yeah, like... I like having the physical disc, though, because I think there are definitely films, especially when you get into the realm of 4K HDR, since Plex, to my knowledge, can't handle HDR content quite yet transcoded. Um, That's something that I think will definitely be coming later on. I could be wrong on that. They could have already 
uh, it could already have arrived at this point. I don't have Plex Pass, so I don't have all the extra features of it. Um, but yeah, I think that it's definitely something that that's my plan is to get them all. Like my plan is to get them all digitized. So that way, once new films start to come in, it'll be very easy for me to keep up with it. And also the thing, actually one of the things that is the other benefit is that it'll help me alphabetize, alphabetical. I know alphabetical and alphabet alphabetize alphabetize uh, my collection as well it'll help me with that because you can put that into that order uh i've had some issues with that because i have some collections that have three movies in it so the first movie i have one collection where it's a scorsese collection so it's got the departed goodfellas and the aviator all three great films but do i put that in the d's that's why i have it right now or do i put that into a separate group so the uh way i'm doing it will help me out uh, Dean High says, get your physical copy of Splash so you can see Daryl Hannah's butt the way it was meant to be seen. And you know what's so funny is that when you look back at the original clip, most of it's covered up already. Most of it's already covered up. You barely saw anything already. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And you know me, I'm normally I'm normally the person where it's like, yeah, man, you don't need this kind of new. But like that kind of censorship is is ridiculous. If you didn't if you didn't want to have it on your network, put it put it on Hulu. Uh, Tina says, Shia LaBeouf is in Constantine. He obviously made no impression on me as usual. Yeah, man. Yeah, he is. He plays the little sidekick with the terrible ending um, for the character. Not the movie. I'll actually love the movie's ending. Super says, speaking of Gary, caught some of Friday Night Tights. I haven't been able to hear your thoughts on the gender race swaps in Dune. Personally, I'm not worried, but I'm a huge mega Villeneuve fan. Yeah, I'm pretty much right in line with you, where I acknowledge that there is a gender swap, but because I'm not really head deep into Dune lore, where I've only seen half of the original film, and I wasn't really digging it from what I saw. I've never read the books uh, I've never done any of the research that a lot of people have done on the almost film that almost happened. You know, I keep hearing about it, but I've never actually read any of the plans of how like, crazy it was supposed to be. Um, so when I hear that the character's been gender and race swapped, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm against that. Like, ethically, I think that's wrong to do. I hate when they do that. But at the same time, I, I'm not as angry as I am when they do that in Clone Wars, for instance, where I already have a connection to that world, to that universe, and so I care more about those characters. And I think that most people out there will understand what I mean by that. So I have a problem with it, but I also love Del- Villeneuve. As you, as you said, I love Villeneuve as well. And he has not made a bad movie yet. For me. He has not made a movie I did not like. Or that I could not appreciate. So I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt on that. Uh... Dean Heiss, I know you're a captain. Captain Dean Heiss, thank you very much for the $5 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you so much for donating directly to Streamlabs. He says, can't do ice creams on DLive tonight, so I'll do it this way. Well, thank you very much, man. And thank you for the five ice creams. I'll do that just for you. Just for you, Dean Heiss. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I don't know what happened. Still don't know what happened. But thank you very much for the donation, man. I appreciate it. And again, we'll try and get DLive up and running tomorrow. Uh, Rob D says, how do you think people would react if the Phase 4 MCU films copied Batman 1966 and put boom, bam, pow on screen during fight scenes? Um, I, I think people would be like, what the heck am I watching? I think that some people would find it funny. Some people would find it annoying. I, I mean, I think you would have different groups of people in that. <laughs> I would just be like laughing my butt off. That's what I would be doing. All right. Chat jumped on me. 
Let us see here. All right, so chat jumped on me. It looks like some comments um, were skipped. So sadly, some comments were skipped. Uh, right now in the chat on YouTube, I am at 7.35 p.m. It's 7.55 where I am, which means I'm 20 minutes behind. Basically, YouTube can only keep track of around 20 minutes of chat. So if I ever fall more than 20 minutes of chat and I haven't gotten to your question yet, there might be a chance I won't get to it. So um, the next comment I have is from Father Christopher Miller at 7.35. So if your comment was before then and you haven't left the stream, it's very important. Because if you're one of those persons where you leave a question, then you leave the stream, and then you come back and you put the question again, drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. But anyway, Father says, good news, got the Doctor Who audiobooks uploaded from the new laptop to the iPhone. Bad news, lost all my playlist. Oof. Oof. That's not good. HyperNex13, yeah, my brother saw El Camino. It was pretty good, 7 out of 10. I guess despite not being as good as the series, I still like it because I have a bias for Jesse since he's my favorite character. I thought it was up there with the series, to be honest. I mean, I missed having, you know, Walter White as a character, but I feel like because it was done by the same guy, it was Vince Gilligan, um, it had the same tone. It had everything was the, everything was the same. So I I would argue it's as good. It's basically a, a longer episode of the series focused on one character. I thought it was very good. I see people... <laughs> B spelling out Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Someone put Yu-Gi-Oh! Hefner. <laughs> Mike Jackson says, hashtag Odin naive. Well, how am I naive? That's not very nice. That's not very nice at all. Uh, JJ says, I tend to stay behind the curtains. <laughs> Nathan Slay, what's your opinion on the Lethal Weapons franchise? Should I continue watching after the second one? That's as far as I've gotten so far, I believe. Or did I get to the third one? Is the third one that has the... Okay, okay. I can't remember. I can't remember. I haven't seen every film in the Lethal Weapon franchise. I know I've seen the first two at the very least. Um, I can't remember if we watched the third one or not. If that's when that character is is introduced. So... um. I hear it's still, it's as, like, I hear that it, it keeps being great. It's still fun. So, I would say yes. Uh, Alice McCarthy, who's taking care of his wife tonight, would probably also say yes. Tina says, okay, you didn't finish Marriage Story. Even I got through Parasite. But no, seriously, Marriage Story might be well acted, but I can pass on it. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's got good performances in there, but man, oh man. I see what they were trying to do with it, and I just didn't like it. <laughs> I just didn't like it. Uh, Soul Assassin, I saw a story that a priest is doing drive-by confessions. You know, yeah, so there's a drive-through confession priest. So he's out there like every day. He's got sunglasses on, just rocking it. And you just drive up in your car and you go to confession. It's like, that's how you do it, man. I wish I wish more priests were thinking that that kind of way outside of the box. Uh, Tina says, I'm praying my salon will be open in May for my hair color touch-up. That is paramount to me. Movie theaters are secondary to my hair. Hey, that's okay. We all have our thing. We all have our thing, Tina. So (laughs) much respect. Uh, Father says, my second parish inserted an altar rail. Boom. The way it should be. Glowing the Hobbit. I hate the new film trailer called Capone. Tom Hardy is playing Al Capone. Uh, this will be or Capone. Uh, this will be Josh Trank's first film since the critically savage Fantastic Four. Oh, Fan Four Stick. Damn. I haven't seen the trailer, but the dude that did Fan Four Stick doing an Al Capone film. Uh, that mm, 
that could only end up well, right? That could <laughs> that could only end up going well. Jace Doe, so true with going to the theaters when things open up. Looking forward to Black Widow, Wonder Woman 84, and A Quiet Place 2. I'm not, I don't really care about Black Widow because I, as I've pre- mentioned on previous streams, I'm just done with the MCU. Wonder, Wonder Woman 84, I'm willing to give it a chance. However, Kristen Wiig's in it. And I hate almost everything with Kristen Wiig in it. I think the one movie where I don't absolutely hate her character is the film The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which is a very good film. And that's the only film where I can bear her because somehow Ben Stiller was able to like tone her down. I don't know how it's possible, but he was able to do it. And she was actually bearable in that movie. And A Quiet Place 2, yes. Cannot wait for that movie. Um, let's see. Father says, phobias remind me if you're boarded, if you're bored, look up the Mari clip when the girl is afraid of pickles. Oh, I've seen it. I have seen it already many times. It is insane. They bring her into a, what? no. Yeah. They bring her into a pickle factory (laughs) and I hate to laugh, but there are definitely some phobias that I think are more ridiculous than others. Right. I think there's some where like, it makes total sense like spiders and snakes and, you know, uh, bugs, cockroaches, things like that, right? Even things that can't harm you, like cockroaches, right? That at least makes sense to me. But pickles? I just, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> it make no sense. It make no sense to me. All right. Let's see where we are. HyperDex13 says, in context on the lizard comment, it's a broad-headed skink I casually was just doing my business in the bathroom, and the moment I step on the rug, lifted up, I screamed. A broad-headed skink. You you have me intrigued, good sir. Let me look that up. What is a broad-headed skink? Oh, they're just little guys. Oh, no, you're afraid. Okay. Oh, they can get pretty big, though. Okay. Okay, to be fair, they can get pretty big. Okay. Uh, but there are little cuties. Oh, little cutie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have a fear of those, though, though, man. And I hope, I hope, I hope it gets taken care of. But yeah, the fact that your cats brought it back alive is kind of amazing. Uh, Super says, um, if I can, I definitely will. I've continued with my Yu-Gi-Oh! reobsession since the last stream, and the game has gotten a bit ridiculous, and so old school cards are getting hard to find. Yeah, like basically the ones I found on eBay, I think are fake, because all the comments say these are great. However, they don't feel like the original cards. It's like, okay, so they're counterfeits, which I guess to me doesn't matter as much, but, you know. <laughs> uh, lordy. Frank and the Clan. Game night was awesome. It's so good. Uh, Hypernext 13. Jesse Plemons was that creepy Todd guy. Yep, the creepy Todd guy. Uh, dude was awesome playing him despite how much I hated that character. I love that character. So it's a guy named Todd, and he just randomly will show up, and all he is doing is just staring. He's like usually holding his dog, and he's just staring. And one of the best, the best line in the film. I need, I, I had, Lord, game night. Yeah, he's also in Breaking Bad though, um, and he plays just such a great character. Oh, it's the Frito Lay, it's the Frito Lay line. It is just. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the, the to set up the scene 
and I don't really think it's spoiling anything because I, th- I think it's I think it's funnier seeing him him uh, give the line. But basically, it's a, it's a scene where they're trying to host a game night, and he's always trying to he 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 wants to go, like he wants to be included, but his his wife has left him uh, because he's this creepy dude, and. <laughs> And so he just randomly will show up. And so they're trying to sneak in uh, various snacks. And he just shows up and says, good evening. And they're like, oh, gosh. And then he sees that they have snacks. Like, oh, planning a game night. And like saying, oh, no, no, this is just for us. And (laughs) and he's like, do you really need those many things? And he's like, oh, no, there was a a three-for-one sale. And he's like, a three-for-one sale? How can that be profitable for (laughs) Frito-Lay? And I know it's not funny right now, but anyone that's seen the film and knows what I'm talking about is probably laughing because it's just like he says it with a straight face, just totally serious, just like, how can that possibly profitable Frito Lay for <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I'm sure I just ruined that moment for a lot of people, but you know what? You need to watch this. It's a great film. Watch it. It's funny. Watch it, live it, love it. All right. <laughs> Super anime gamer. Uh, so I know who was your favorite character from the original Yu-Gi-Oh show. Um, oh, the original. I don't know. It may have been Kaiba. Kaiba was... I like Kaiba because he was younger and he was still going to school. But he also owned a corporation. And he had the blue, he had the Blue-Eyes White Dragon. And the Blue-Eyes White Dragon was always the coolest card. So I think Kaiba, but I also really love uh, Pegasus because of the way he talked. <laughs> this whole Toon World thing, oh, it was so ridiculous. Aiden Slay says, "Did you hear about? Uh, did you hear about that movie? That movie Cuck that got grossed literally zero dollars? Yes, I did, and and that's technically not true. It's technically not true because it did make something. Um, I, I heard that report. I looked into it, and it just doesn't make any sense." This doesn't work from a logical perspective. Uh, Mr. P.I. said, uh, once, got, once got a wasp caught in the collar of my jacket. Oh, my gosh. Uh, when riding motorbike to work, he just kept on stinging me all the way to work. Luckily, I worked at a hospital. Oh, my gosh. Peabody, man. I, uh, I, I would have pulled over. I would have pulled over immediately and freaked out. That's what I would have done. Uh, you know, it's like that scene in, I can never remember if it's Tommy Boy or Black Sheep, but they're trying to get out of a ticket for speeding. And so Chris Farley's character goes, watch this. They pull over, like they're, they're, they're driving erratically. They open up the doors and then he just starts screaming, bees, oh my gosh, the bees. And then the cops are like, I'm allergic, I'm allergic too. And then they just leave. Um, and that, that would be me. Like, I would just be like, oh my God, I'd be freaking out. I would not be able to handle it. I would probably have crashed if that had happened to me. It's probably a good idea that I do not uh, ride a motorcycle. <laughs> Soul Assassin. So Disney has the money to edit movies but not pay their employees? It's a fair point. However, I can't imagine it takes a lot of time or money to to make that kind of a small edit. Uh, Geekimus Prime says, Hail Ethan Soupley. Uh, I loved you in The Hunt. By the way, I am new to your channel. Gigamus Prime, you've said this before. You've said this line before, and I don't know exactly who you are. (laughs) But I've heard this line before from you. So you're you're not new to the channel, (laughs) because you've said that line before. So you're obviously not that new. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, chat jumped on me, but luckily no comments were skipped. Um, let us see here. Um, let's see. Is my bot fully up and running? We got 72 people. Smash that like button, please. It really does mean a lot. Jeremy Swig says, with everything being gender swapped, let's let's it let's at be glad. Let's at least be glad Odin's movie blog isn't. I don't want to picture you as a female. Probably still have the beard. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be a pretty picture. It wouldn't be pretty. Um, there was one show in my life where I, where I had to dress in a dress. And, and it wasn't fun. Uh, it was actually one of the worst show experiences of my life. And looking back on it, I think if, if Odin now were to be then, I would have quit the show. <laughs> After I would have found out. Because I think that they were... So so basically, like I was one of the veterans where I had been around for, you know, like 12, 13 years at the time the show happens. I ended up finishing off being with that company for about 20 years. 20 years I was doing shows at this one place. And they... So I, I get cast as a minor role. Basically, if, if anyone's ever seen Shrek and Shrek the Musical was the, was the show we did... The character of the big bad wolf. That was me. So I was in the granny gown at first, and then at the very end, I come out in this glorious nightgown. Not not nightgown. It's like a uh, like a prom dress. Looking back on that, I'm like, you know what? If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't do that. It was also funny. The one funny thing from that show is the fact that it was during that show that I met my mother and father-in-law, or my now mother and father-in-law. So... Uh, that was the first time I met my, at that time, girlfriend, now wife's parents. Um, their first experience of me was, because they, they didn't get to meet me, they did not get to meet me before the show, so their first experience of me was, no, actually, no, scratch that. I met them before the show for the sole purpose of I did not want their first experience of me to be me in a dress. Oh, man, yeah. And if you ask me, show the footage. Upload the video. Maybe to my Patreon members. Maybe. Uh, and subscribe star too. Uh, and, and of course YouTube members as well. Maybe. Uh, Nathan Slay says, Can I ask why Disney chooses to make big budget movies versus indie low budget movies that make bigger returns on investments? It's a good question. I don't know. Like I feel like if I was Disney and I had all this money, I would be making smaller budget films. And just getting crap tons of money on returns. I think the thing is with Disney is that they, even though they're spending all this money, they are so lazy. I think they have just gotten so lazy that they would rather spend $500 million on marketing, campaign, and production altogether to make a movie about nothing that they can merchandise and build a theme park around, etc. Like all that kind of stuff built into it than to tell an original story for $10 million. Which is sad, and I think it goes to show you that Disney's lost their creative edge, and that's why films like Onward come out, and some argue, the best thing I've heard about Onward is that it's okay. I don't think I've heard a single person say, I love this movie. That's a problem, because it used to be almost every Pixar film that would come out would be instant classic, and they had a long series of them. Oh, how far they've fallen. Uh, Super Anime Gamer says, if you'd like to know more about Dune, Quinn's ideas, formerly known, uh, formerly ideas of fire, uh, ice and fire, make great vids about it. Seems interesting, but challenging, especially for non-sci-fi fans like me. Yeah, I, I know, yeah, uh, Gary mentioned that last night. 
and I actually I looked it up myself. Was it Gary? No, it wasn't Gary. Someone mentioned that uh, in some video I was watching or some stream I was watching. Someone mentioned Quinn's ideas, and I looked it up, and yeah, they're like 30-minute documentaries breaking down the books. It's just a little too much time. A little too much time, even with me watching on 1.5 speed. Uh, Gigamus Prime says, should movie studios do a historical figure cinematic universe now that superheroes are getting lame? A standalone George Washington connecting with a Gandhi standalone movie. Yes. Uh, this actually ties back to a topic that came up during one of the previous streams. Um, I, I, it was during the stream where I did like a series of movie reviews because it had been a while since I had done them and I, I broke them up and put them over on the Welcome to Asgard channel. And I talked about how there should be a papal cinematic universe or a PCU. And I still stand by that because it would be really cool to have movies, and, and I would I would say by extension historical films too, where you have these characters all existing in the same universe. I think that'd be awesome. I don't know what studio would have the cojones to actually do that, but I would love it. Imagine you make a George Washington Gandhi. Um, let's see, uh, Harriet Tubman. I'm just throwing out random names in history. Uh, specifically American history. Let's put, let's put some Napoleon in there. Let's get some uh, representation there. Napoleon. Uh, King Henry III. No, King Henry VIII. Let's throw him in there. Uh, and, um, good Lord. Uh, and then Pope, Pope Urban IV. Make individual films of all those characters and then have them in a team-up movie. I would watch that. I would go and see that. I would absolutely love that, Gigamus Prime. So take my concept of pulp, of pulp, pulp cinematic universe, and just make it all historical characters. Yes, let's make it happen. Glinzer says, this comment was fresh 20 minutes ago. Now it's stale. Curse you, YouTube! Glinzer, well played, good sir. Because uh, it's almost about uh, 20 minutes behind, so. <laughs> Maiden Slay. Lethal Weapon 2 has the diplomatic immunity. Yes, 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 yes. Diplomatic community. It's just been revoked. Boom. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that line. So good. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Zinewater says, Howdy, hope things are well for you. Sorry, I've been MIA. No problem at all, man. Uh, a lot of things going on at this time. Tina says, I think the naive comment had to do with you and the video stores and bunnies, but it's been a while ago since we discussed that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I think naive Odin was a comment to me not recognizing the bunny. Yes. Now I understand. Uh, Father Christian Miller says, call your priest to schedule a time for confession. He'll work with you. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I totally, I, I get that, but I, I really just feel like we should have public confession times. It's a matter of principle. And I'm very hard-headed. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, I prefer the Danny Key Walter Mitty over Ben Stiller. I've never seen the original Walter Mitty. I just know I love the Ben Stiller one. Uh, 70B says, bear her? Bear her? Bear her? Bear her? What? What? <laughs> Gigamus Prime. I heard Disney's trying to censor old movies. I say we take Doomcock and put his head over every Disney character in their old films to see how Disney likes censorship. <laughs> hey, man, it could work. It could absolutely work. And, uh, yeah, it's it's sad. And it makes me want to just go out on eBay and get all the classic Disney stuff that I love that is in its original form in high definition that I can then own from somebody not directly Disney, so Disney does not directly get my money, 
And then I can preserve it by burning it and ripping it, putting it onto my server and holding on to it forever. Kind of makes me feel like doing that. I already have that for a few movies. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, I shouldn't admit it, but I love Mari's DNA test. Of course, if people wait till marriage, Mari would be screwed. Yeah, I, I, Father, I totally understand where you're coming from with that like double-edged thing where you're like, this is really bad morally. However, <laughs> so, Dion, you are the father. <laughs> and the reactions. Yeah, it's like... I, I would say out of all those shows, like the daytime shows, my favorite would was always Judge Judy. And I'm very sad that she retired. But you know what? She was the number one for so long, and she, she, she still was number one when she left. And she's been doing it for a long time, and I know that she's definitely older than she used to be. Um, but seeing her and then her relationship with Bert, just so good. Uh, Mr. Peabody says, well, they had killer tomatoes. It was bound to spread to the pickles eventually. Oh, man. Attack of the till- killer tomatoes. I remember when that happened. Uh, Zine Waters, Yu-Gi-Oh! I have a lot of the old cards. Nice, Zine Waters. Again, I do, too. They're somewhere at my parents' house in Louisiana. I just don't know where they are. I mentioned it to my mom, actually, after the last stream where we talked about it. And she says, I'll have to look for them. I haven't heard anything. I don't blame her because it's a very low priority. <laughs> but still... If she found my old decks, man. Uh, let's see. Father Christopher Miller says, so is Heimdall a real person? Uh, well, that's a very loaded question, Father, because Heimdall is obviously a person who exists in the Norse mythology. He's also a character in the MCU. So, you know, he's a real person that way. If you mean on this channel, then Heimdall is a bot. So Heimdall has pre- automated responses that are meant to go every so often in a certain rotation. So it's not a random person that is taking care of it. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, Heimdall doesn't have a soul. <laughs> no, he doesn't. You're right about that. The CF Productions makes a dramatic landing. Hello there. Hello there, CF Productions. How are thou? Father Christopher Miller says, rest in peace, Brian Denny. Uh, yeah, isn't that the recent character actor that passed away? Yeah, because I think that's a reference to, and again, Father, Father, you always got to give me some context. You always, you, uh, Father, I'm going to call Father out. Father is the worst when it comes to making comments that are without context. He is the worst at it. Uh, but luckily, I think I caught this one, and this is when I was talking about Tommy Boy, uh, because I believe he was in that film. So, Father... Uh, father for some reason hates context and I don't understand why I don't understand why drives me crazy he so drives me so crazy alright let us see chat jumped on me once again uh, so let's see Grandmaster Yoda says many overseas believe that open up USA at the moment is a mistake and will blow up in a new outbreak it happened in China what do you believe um, the difference is that China is a bunch of liars so I, I, I think that they, I, again, I don't buy anything that comes out of China in the first place. So their whole attempt to reopen was, I think, all a sham because they knew the problem was still was still there and was still much larger than they wanted to admit. When it comes to the United States reopening, I look at it and I say, okay, we now have the ability, every state now has the capacity and the number of tests to be able to have this reopening start. So I think reopening the USA right now would actually be okay. However, it has to be done smartly, 
And I think a lot of people realize that there are many people out there that are complete idiots and will take the opportunity of things reopening to do things that will try and make things worse. But here's the thing. I think that in the United States, there's enough people out there that are overprotective, oversensitive, and I think that that will counteract the people that are stupid. And I think because you have this counteraction, it's going to be about the same. So I think that if we were to reopen things or start... Because again, the only thing that we've talked about, or at least the president's talked about, is to start the process of reopening. And has now said, hey, states, you now have the go-ahead if these measures and if these criteria are met to start to reopen. And looking at it from an economic standpoint, we need to reopen. If we are to stay closed for any longer, uh, reports show that uh, there was a recent report that said if we were to be closed for like six months, that only 33% of organizations, including hotel chains, etc., only 33% of them would reopen. So we need to reopen, like we need to start reopening, we need to start reopening things now, is what I say. But again, I'm not a doctor. Nathan Slay, what is the most overrated movie ever to you? I always talk about this film. It's always asked, R.I.P. No, actually, no. I was thinking of the worst film I've ever seen. <laughs> so I can't crap on R.I.P.D. Most overrated movie. Um, Again, I need a list in front of me to be able to give you a complete answer. But because it's the most recent film that I've seen that is overrated, Eraserhead. Eraserhead is completely overrated. I hated that movie. Uh, in my opinion, it was garbage. So, uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, I got stung by a hornet when my parents' golden retriever picked a fight with a nest. No! They couldn't get through his fur, but one got me. Thinking about it makes my skin crawl. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad your dog was okay. Uh, I'm glad that you were also ended up being okay in the end as well. Only being stung by one um, is not as bad as being stung by an entire swarm, right? Uh, the worst sting for me was one time I went to hang on to, like, we were waiting for a bus to arrive. This is when I was, like, a younger kid. And I went to go lean against a stop sign that we were next to, and I got stung as soon as I put my hand down. I was like, ah, it was terrible. That also, again, makes my skin sting crawl as well. Yemus Prime, I heard the beer bug can hang on to beards. Are you considering shaving it just to be safe? No. No, I'm not. Um, because I pretty much stay at home. I only ever go out to get groceries or to go to our new house, etc. So unless someone actually sneezes directly onto my beard or in the vicinity of my beard, I'm really not that concerned. Uh, Super Anime Gamer says, Before I started the stream, I was watching Kaiba's Duel with Pegasus. Really makes me want to build a tune deck, even if I've, if I've got no one to play with. I know, man. Uh, and... To be honest, though, it's so funny because someone mentioned this on the last time we talked about it was that they break the rules all the time in the game, like in the in the TV show. And it's it's frustrating for some people. And it's also like, I think, leads people to think, oh, I can play this way. But in reality, the game rules are very different. And when you actually look to what you need to do to be able to get the tunes to work the way that they're supposed to, it can be very complicated. I would recommend, though, if you want to play... If you want to play it uh, sooner rather than later. Why are... Okay, this is the second time this happened. Students always email me, like, late at night. And I'm like, you've had all day to, to work this out, to figure it out. And and now you decide to email me. Okay, got it. 
I don't get it. Don't understand it. I don't understand it. But super, if you're looking, if you're itching to play, there is a game on mobile called Duel Links, which you can also download for PC. And it is Yu-Gi-Oh! The game, the card game, but in digital form. So it makes it easier. Um, and also it's a way to get through. Again, I, I understand physical like game is just different. But if you're looking to play, that's one way to play. Uh, Jeremy Swig says, so the dress code didn't make you feel pretty. Did you at least pull off the look? You're damn right I did. Uh, Legit 36, is you dressing up in the show one of the most embarrassing moments that keep keep you up at night? We all got those. Not really, because I use, I'm able to forget things pretty quickly. <laughs> it's one of the bad things about my memory. Um, but yeah, I'm, I was able to let that one. Like, I've Up until tonight, I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Bruce says, finally, Sci-Fi Channel is re-airing all of the 2004 Battlestar Galactica series starting Sunday night at midnight. It's a marathon of all 81 episodes. All right. Well, if you are a fan of 2004 Battlestar Galactica, I've never seen it before, so I cannot vouch for it myself. Um, But Bruce says there is a marathon on Sci-Fi starting Sunday at midnight, and it will be all 81 episodes. Back to back to back. As my cross just fell off. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good at all. Let's let me see if I can put you back on. Of course. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. It's like you have to take it off to be able to get it back on. Doesn't make any sense. There we go. I know I need to close that loop up a little bit more, but that's for another time. All right, let's see here. Dean High says, Duck Fizney, damn right. Uh, Tina says, Disney has no money. They've borrowed around $12 billion just to keep the lights on. Where did all the MCU money go? All that Star Wars money. Gone. Gone. With the wind. You're absolutely right. It's a great question. And that's why I covered that a lot in my box office breakdown saying, okay, we can talk about how great it is that these films made money, but let's also not forget all this other stuff going on. Uh, Gigamus Prime says, I think the beer bug is a good excuse to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy and Bob Iger. They're both old and at higher risk of getting it. It is, uh, is it a good, is it a good excuse to get rid of them? Um, well, here's the thing. Bob Iger holds all the power. Um, I, I saw one channel who will, will remain nameless because there's someone that used to be active in the Phantom Menace, was a huge supporter of Geeks and Gamers and such, but was balls to the wall crazy. And the title of the video was Bob Iger Gets Fired. And I'm like, no, Bob Iger did never got fired. Bob Iger chose to step down, and he still holds power, which is why now he is taking back control of the company during this time. So, um, yeah, I, Bob Iger's not going anywhere anytime soon. He uh, he has way too much power in the company. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, uh, that yeah, I would say it would be, but I would say would the beer bug be a good excuse? No, her track record at Lucasfilm would be a good excuse. Not even a good excuse, a good reason. Uh, the CF Production says, I propose that we stop referring to the Walt Disney Company as said company. I propose that from now on, we just call them the Bob Iger Company. Disney is far better than this. Yeah, man. Uh, the Disney that we knew has fallen so far behind. Forever Sci-Fi. Didn't they do the cinematic history verse in Bill and Ted? Technically. Like, they were all in the same movie. Um, and they were all in the same phone booth. Right, but I mean, like an, a literal film about a specific character, and then another for like a George Washington movie, a Gandhi movie, a Harriet Tubman movie, a um, I know that we recently had a Harriet movie, um, 
a King Henry VIII movie, right? Pope Urban IV movie. Uh, Tina says, the papal president historic figures cinematic universe better than the Marvel, uh, the Marvel Brie universe context, new cinematic universes. Well, and Tina always gives context when context isn't needed because her context is already in the comment itself where I'm like, okay, I, I understand this. I feel like you and father need to balance out and then everyone will be contextful. Contextful. Larry Larry says, Steve Allen had a PBS series called Meeting of the Minds and a famous historical character discussing different topics. Very thought-provoking. Interesting. Never heard of that. Father Christian Miller says, wow, he butchered Danny Kaye. Uh, bet he doesn't know who he is. What? Again, Father, what are you doing? <laughs> Forever Sci-Fi. Will someone set up a dress wearing Odin account? Please don't. Uh, Zine Waters, Danny K-, Danny K. Walter Mitty is good, but very different. None are like the short story they're ostensibly based on, just a guy daydreaming while his wife shopped. Again, I just, yeah, I, I've not seen the original, but I, yeah, I I love the the one with, oh my gosh, blanked out on his name. I can literally see him in my mind. He played as Zoolander, he played in this. Oh, well. I guess it's not that important. Tina says, oh, I love that show. So good. And yes, you had episodes like Marie Antoinette, Martin Luther, Thomas Paine, and Karl Marx Clashing. Such a clever series from a long time ago. Okay, that's in reference to the was it the Steve Allen series. Not you, Dion. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, forget Judge Judy. I love Judge Wabner. I've never seen Judge Wabner. Uh, Dion, I saw you already. Uh, <laughs> and it was not you. You were not the man on the hill. All right, we're just about at time, so now I'm going to try and uh, speed through as many comments as I possibly can. Oh, my goodness, and there are so many comments. Uh, Gideon's Prime, now that you've had time during quarantine, would you watch a Star Trek series? I recommend the original series or Star Trek Next Generation. I've seen a lot of episodes of Next Generation. Um, I'd rather watch... uh, I just never have had a passionate desire to watch them. Never really been a Trekkie. Uh, let's see. Father says, Brian Dennehy, Tommy Boy. Yeah, that's what I thought. Forever Sci-Fi. My mom gave away my old Atari years ago to a cousin I've seen once in 20 years. Go save your cards if it's not already too late. Uh, my Pokemon cards, too. My most valuable Pokemon card was a holographic first edition Jolteon. Not that that means much nowadays. Jeremy Swig says, Odin's mods are all beautiful Valkyries. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Dean High says, S, say you're saying, so you're saying that Heimdall is a zombie. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Father says, yay, I'm the worst at something. Don't be so proud. Don't be so proud of that, Father. Gigamus Prime, do you find it weird and creepy that it is the year of the rat and a plague broke out? Um, that's coincidence. Jeremy Swiggs, there are people that are overly sensitive? No! Larry Larry, as a kid, I would make money by taking down Wasp's Nest in the community. Wow, yeah, you're brave. <laughs> you're a brave dude, man. You give us prime. If Hollywood celebrities think themselves gods, does that mean Ricky Gervais is Kratos from the God of War? Kratos is the warrior who destroyed the Greek gods in the God of War games? Um, pretty much. Ricky Gervais has been that character. Bruce says, that stupid concert is going on at the moment. Screw that concert. Rob D, about your student emailing you, let me guess, the assignment is due tomorrow. Uh, no, but it is due this week. It's due in about, I think, six days. Um, and here's the thing. It's a project that they've had to be working on all semester. I gave them the sacrament because I teach sacraments. I gave them their sacrament in January. And I've had two emails the last two nights at night asking, is this my sacrament? I just want to make sure. And I'm like, 
You really should know that now. We spend an entire day of class for you to do research on this sacrament. I can see that you weren't really doing research. Uh, Jeremy Swiggs, I know the cure for the fear flu. I've mentioned it many times before. It's that wonderful icon of, of hair on your face. No, I will not shave the beard. Mikey Woods, what's up? Zyme Waters, um, about Yu-Gi-Oh! Breaking the rules. I hated that. I can't affect the battlefield in the card game. Don't destroy a ring making a castle float. It's part of the card. It can't crush anything. Yes, sign. Yes. <laughs> you get it. Soul Assassin. Iger is like a kid who found the, their parents' credit cards and went on a spending spree. Yep. Exactly. Uh, DC Marvel. Hey, Odin, recently I've been trying to write a story and I love the characters and plot that I'm writing. I should become a writer. Okay, DC Marvel. Uh, <laughs> I don't quite understand that, but okay. Uh, whatever makes you happy. Um, let's see. Nathan Slay says, there should actually be a movie, Anne. There should actually be a movie, Anne. Sorry for that last mix-up. There should be a movie about Disney losing their money, and it should be called Gone with the Wind. Yes. Right on the money. Tina B says, uh, Father and I were wondering if you know of the comedian Danny Key... Danny Kaye, who did Walter Mitty, The Court Jester, and numerous other musicals ages ago. No, I do not know him. Jeremy Swiggs, I wonder how long until we have a Robin Williams biographic movie. I hope never, man. No one could ever really capture Robin Williams. Uh, the, what, the best impersonator that I've seen was the guy that probably should have been cast as, uh, as Han Solo. Um, and I'm blanking out on his name, but he's on YouTube. He does a great... He does a great um, impersonation mike jackson says hashtag cancel anti-track oh i'm not anti-track again just because i'm not a trekkie doesn't mean that i'm anti-track i leave that up to anti-tracker uh frank in the clan says speed round winner is old and i try to do my best soul assassin i have an old box of Yu-Gi-Oh cards how many cookies are you willing to trade um if i could give cookies I-, I would totally do it i have my own somewhere father says gave them their sacraments you can't give sacraments I'm just going to stare at you, Father, for that comment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop. <laughs> We're trying to end the stream, not keep it going. Gigamus Prime. The cure for the beer bug is Odin singing the touch by Stan Bush from the Transformers movie soundtrack. Uh, Will Gentry. Oh, come on. We all know that 11 p.m. the night before it's due is the time when you should all start your class projects. No. Don't tell them that. Gloin the, <laughs> Gloin the Hobbit. Uh, says, I have a movie recommendation. Ratatouille was a great Pixar film. I love it. It was sweet. It's a great film. Wife and I watched it uh, together the other day, actually. It was fantastic. I do need to watch White Christmas. You're right. Then this lady says, Jamie Costa. Thank you. Jamie Costa. Look him up on YouTube. He does a spot on Robin Williams. Dean High says, too late now since you'll be moving, but you got to space your displays behind your head in the new place so we can see them both. Um, there's a lot of things I'll have to do with the new place. And uh, yeah, I don't know what will be behind me. I don't know what will be seen behind me. Uh, I don't know where my desk is going to be. All that stuff is going to be figured out this week, um, especially after that carpet gets cleaned. Jeremy Swiggs never never said top shave it. Never said to shave it. You're like Rapunzel. If you cut it, you'll lose its power. Okay, well, then how is this going to cure anybody? Larry Larry, watch Holiday in Bing Crosby black and white movie. Yeah, I've never actually seen that before. Hyper and seen Princess Mononoke yet. Apologies if I keep asking this question. You keep asking it, man. Um, and actually, Hyper, you were not on the other day because I answered that question last stream. Yes, I did. And I liked it. 
Look at the last stream if you want to see more thoughts on it. Tina B, but if you go off, then we'll have to watch the One World. Don't go. Please don't go. Kidding. I have better things to do besides the One World. Idiots, as we all do, I'm sure. Darth Morrow says, good evening. Hope all is well. I'm ending the stream, Darth. Even in time, like the celebrities and media still find a way to accuse someone and you retracted. Okay, please don't post it again. Bruce says, I, we cannot wait for Odin's new throne room. Soul Assassin, go Tim Tebow with the hair. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, that's going to be it. Nope. No more. No more hyperin. You're done. You're done, man. Everyone's done. Uh, so thank you, everyone, so much for joining me this evening. Thank you to everyone who's super shy tonight. Dean Heiss, number one Marvel fan, Laura Story. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Teresa Martin as well. And, of course, for everyone that has been a member, has become a member recently, has re-subbed as members. Um, and if you want to know more about memberships, please click that Join button. Also, think about joining on Patreon or Subscribestar. The links for that are found in the description of this video. There's a lot of really cool perks, including access to giveaways, where I give away at least two or three 4K movies a month, and usually a few digital codes as well. So if you want to have access to those exclusive giveaways, uh, go check out Patreon Subscribestar to find out more information about that. You guys are all amazing people, but before I go, I have not been able to up Update my Patreon Subscribestar uh, list yet, so I want to shout out Albertus Magnus, who recently became a Patreon member, and also JJB Nets, who just became a Subscribestar member as well. Thank you all so much for being here this evening. You guys freaking rock. Once again, sorry to the DLive community that y'all had to come and suffer here on YouTube um, for this stream. Uh, please make sure you smash the like button before you go, and thank you all for your time, attention, and for your amazingness. Uh, also, make sure you join us tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, for the Chosen of Valhalla live stream, which will be on YouTube and DLive. And I will try and get the DLive issue fixed before the night is over. Thank you guys so much. Love you. Have a wonderful day. And as always, God bless. And now a huge shout out to my April Patreon and Subscribestar members. We have animation commentator Brian P., Dion, Divex, Elizabeth M., Enrique Evangelista, Father of Christopher Miller, Hail Father, Frank the Tank in the Shawhan Wiener Dog Clan, Harold Francis, The Hunker Chunky Funky Monkey, Inflamed Wood, Intertrap Productions, Jason Clark, Jeffrey Toon, JJ Jonathan Jarenbeck, Kenneth Cameo, Lady T, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mike Jackson, Mr. Peabody and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, Orange Hat Reviews, Outpost Dyer, Perpetual Punster, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Steve Glasker, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, The DJD Show, and Tina B. And to my Subscribestar members, Robert Revo, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, G2Cool99, Darkstar57, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., US888209Fast, Dean Heiss, Harold Francis, J-Rod the Beer Guru, Nevadon G. Adams, and ZK Man. I'm going to go ahead and leave that blank spot just <laughs> previously in case any more people decide to become a Patreon or Subscribestar member over the next few days. Uh, just remember that as soon as you sign up, you are immediately uh, eligible for any of the benefits. If you just sign up at the dollar tier on Subscribestar or Patreon, you get a shout out at the end of every single video, including my live streams. If you're a $5 or up backer on either platform, you get access to exclusive giveaways uh, where I give away several 4K, Blu-rays, digital copies every single month. 
month as well. If you jump up to the $10 tier on either platform, you get access to all of that, plus you get access to an exclusive podcast that I do with my friend John the Flick Pick of John Flickinger and the Flick Pick fame. Uh, we do a bi-weekly podcast, so every two weeks or so we do one. So you get probably about two or three, depending on what's going on, probably more so now with everything going on in the craziness of our world. Uh, but you do get access to that. Also, if you are at that $10 tier, it means that you get to take part in the Q&A part of that podcast. And so uh, about 24 to 48 hours before the podcast, maybe even longer beforehand, I'll leave a post in the Patreon subscribe star. You'll be able to leave a comment on a question that you want us to answer, on a topic that you want us to cover in a future podcast as well all of that you have access to and if you're a $25 backer and up you get all of those things plus you get a t-shirt for your first month that's right you get a free t-shirt high quality Odin's movie vlog t-shirt uh, so just make sure if you're at a $25 and up backer level you leave your address that way I know where to send that to and also I will be messaging you to get your size information that way I can send that out to you as quickly as possible but you also get access to an exclusive chosen of Valhalla live stream that we have once a month on this channel where I invite you to be on the show. You can either show your face or not show your face or, hey, you don't have to show up at all. It's totally up to you. And we talk about a wide variety of things. We talk about movies that you've been watching, modern things going on, the pop culture, and pretty much anything that you yourself want to talk about. So if any of these things sound interesting to you and things that you'd want to do, please hit that Patreon subscribe star link in the description of this video and think about joining today. Have a wonderful day, everybody. And as always, God bless.